Hey. Beat your motherfucking ass in ping pong two days in a row, baby. Sorry. I just You're just going to start the podcast off like that? Yeah. <laughs> start right. the podcast after, off with a W. After we're done with this, I'm going to whip your ass. Ah, I bet. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, This podcast was brought to you by... Dry the Farm Wines. New- oh, yeah, dude. Good call. Dry Farm Wines, Neuro Roast Coffee, Alpha Brain from Onnit, and a little bit of OPMS Kratom. Yep. We're going to... Hey, we're going to be linking them all down below. Yeah, we're going to link them down below, and we will... Actually, no, we got to tell you what happened yeah, on this what podcast. On this we podcast. actually spoke about the shooting today that happened in... Yesterday. Cal- yes, yesterday. Uh, it happened in California, and uh, we go into detail about that. Also talk about gun control and the way that we feel about authority and mental health. And yeah, how those because, two because it's in. Frank and I, of course, everything tied into health and fitness... So it became the discussion became why these shootings are happening. Like, what were the steps before this? Why are people feeling this way? And yeah. what could have prevented that? Exactly. Like, we like to demonize guns, but there are a bunch of steps that happened prior to that that we kind of we brainstormed and went into detail about. So uh, without further ado, you guys, cue the, the music. Or that. Here we go. <laughs> Later. Wait, what is this feeling in my brain? It feels, it feels like it's growing. That, my friend, is knowledge. Because you're listening to Young Minds Podcast. We're in the room right now. Yeah, what's going on? Not much, dude. We are on a no destination drive. Oh, that's what this we is. We opened yeah, up the GPS. Like a- we said, um destination nowhere and then now <laughs> no, no, we're just no, we going. shut off the gps bro i know well we turned it on and we we're like ah just kidding no need yeah. for that but uh well yeah. i just got my ass beat in ping pong yeah dude it's crazy right turn of a two out of one it's a turn of events and what happened last time was it three and three and oh fuck no it's two and oh because we didn't even have to play three yeah so that's what happened. So i've been really been doing shitty bit. yeah well damn i don't know you gotta come here with more energy dude but uh yeah so today today's what november 8th there was a shooting yesterday so my news my my head's just been full of that just every outlet has been talking about it so i'm just like okay yeah i haven't heard anything of it except for what you've told me yeah so basically um not to get political i just want to talk about it though because i think it's a good topic for us to talk about it just Um, happened so so yeah so there were 12 there were all so it was a nightclub in california and basically this this retired uh not retired but he was an ex-marine he came in and he shot up a nightclub. Uh, he shot like the security guard in the front. So then he just came in free and just lit up the entire nightclub. And he actually killed, he killed 12 people. And one of those people were a cop, the first responder to the, the incident. And the cop was like super selfless and like got in front of everybody and, you know, like did his job. And that's an example of like a really good cop. And oh, you should hear the people's testimony. It was like, I got like choked up just listening to people like that's that's some shit you go out what they were explaining being there and what yeah they were giving like their firsthand testimony and the you know you go out your goal is to have a good night you're completely innocent your mind is just you know on the up and up well you just want the night to accelerate and you want to have a great time and you know that's your expectation and then some asshole comes in completely changes the the whole entire atmosphere I couldn't imagine and it's like that shift especially the, like you're drunk too. the instinctual just adrenaline rush of all of a sudden it's just like guns blazing yeah and you're just you're in this room and it's just fuck i don't know no it's, one's it's, ever been in that situation except for the 
few few people who have. So the he, few people who have, and the the anyone in the army or in anyone at war. Yeah, like the only person in that situation was the, only the guy. People, yeah. And uh, with the really bizarre thing, which is, it's kind of it sucks because it's like usually when smoke when uh, when there's smoke in a nightclub, it's usually like. An axe. It's like a, the DJ kind of mm-hmm. shoots out smoke clouds, like tss, like when the beat drops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy actually came in with smoke grenades, oh, and like wow. lit up the place with smoke. That's and different. then opened up fire. See, because this guy was an ex-marine, so yeah. he probably had all access to this stuff. Yeah, like he wasn't just deranged. I mean, we don't know shit. I mean, he's dead, so we don't even have that. But he just comes in rolls a smoke grenade and just lights up the place and obviously coming from the marines you have an idea of how to execute right execute these types oh, you of know plans very well what the fuck you're doing yeah so it's like he comes in and like he's trained and then you have a cop who's trained but like not, not trained like that marine, directly though. yeah no. like i feel like a no marine way. is only for combat almost you know and like it just goes to show like yeah you're a marine and like i show i have plenty of respect for everybody in our who's you know guarding our country but it's like it doesn't ex- it doesn't exempt you from you know being a shitty person and it, it, i don't think that he was necessarily a bad person going into it but the ptsd aspect is fucking real man that is that's no joke i mean think about people who go out into go out into you know afghanistan right and you're just death is so common dude you have to you have to i mean like the movies portray it that's real. Like you have to watch a body get blown up and just keep fighting and just shrug it off and like keep going. Yeah. Then you go to bed and you wake up the next day and you got to do the same shit. Right. And it's like how many times over and over again do you have to see stuff like this? I mean, bro, they see children every war, the World yeah. War 1, World War 2, Vietnam, like these soldiers see children blown up, like bullet holes in Yo, I can't even... Do you ever see Saving Private Ryan? Yes. You know The Beach? The That's one of my, the begin- favorite oh my fucking movies. Unreal. That movie does such a good job of putting you in that position. Just about to say that. So yes. I've, I've been to the beaches of Normandy in France. Oh, shit. I've been there. Bro, they still have the bunkers. Like, they still have... Everything's like big... The bunkers. Like, like the jacks. German bunkers. Yeah. And the, the jacks aren't there anymore. Oh. But the German bunkers on the shoreline are all there. And I walked through it all. I went on the beach and... Just being there and knowing that movie, because I've, I've seen that movie like five times. Yeah. Just picturing what it's actually like. I, I, I always try and do this. I always try and put myself in the shoes, like actually put myself in the shoes and try and imagine what that shit is like. Yeah. And it's impossible. You can't. If you're high enough, you can kind of like get emotional about it <laughs> yeah. and really get scared. But it just doesn't... I, I could not physically imagine what it's like to be in that situation. And then... When you go through all that, you have to come back here and kind of just, like, sit at your house? Like, and do what? Like, You're right. You, it's like, how do you interface do with you, society now? Because you like, literally go... What's your... You, you, there's, there's no midway. It's literally you go from that to on a plane back home, but you stop at Germany first. I know I know when you go to Af- Afghanistan... There's like a stop in Germany and then a flight over here. So whatever, you stop in Germany, you lay over, and then you're back home, and then boom, you're home. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting at your in your bedroom or whatever. You're sitting at your your table, and it's just like, well, now what? Like I just watched the worst of the worst, like in this world. Like nothing gets worse than war. than watching war, yeah. being in war, especially being in. And thing. now you sit home and just. <clears throat> You got to be normal, and, and you wonder. You got to talk to people who are complaining about the Wi-Fi is not a shit. Yeah. The Wi-Fi is not fucking working. Like <laughs> what I do, and you're just like, oh god. There's no Wi-Fi in this plane. Are you kidding? Yeah, yeah. Though. You <laughs> are you to, fucking you kidding me? You have to listen me? to people bitch about uh, waiting 
three like, minutes for the TV to buffer because yeah. your streaming thing isn't working. And it's like, <laughs> and this guy's like, just like, my I, friend's leg just got blown yeah. off yesterday. I just, I saw a three-year-old with a hole in her face. But see, it's I like, wonder now, so now it's hard. I mean, look, I like to empathize just like you were saying. Like, I like to put myself in your shoes, right? But how bad does it have to be for you to then come home and have this anger? I think It's that, general. I think that means he wasn't the right person to be in war. Because yeah. most of the people, I mean, think about how many hundreds of thousands of people go into war. Right. There's not a hundred and thousand of shootings. Yeah, or so even, can... there's not a hundred thousand suicides. Like, th- there's a lot, no doubt. I'm not putting no. that down. But most of the people who come back are equipped to handle what they went through, their yeah. training, because there's a huge amount of training that goes into all of that. Yeah, and, but then even before that, like, before you go into that scenario, you were relatively, you know, nerfed out. Your life was very soft and easy and... You don't have to struggle that much. Some people depends, go in. Depends. I mean, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people that go into the military. I'll take that back. Come but, through like a hard. But they're not going into the war, so like no one's prepared for that. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying everyone has it easy, but like going into that scenario after being in what you were in, and then now coming back to difference. what you were in, you probably almost hate yourself prior to the Marines, right? Like, oh wow, I got this this ultra man experience, or what we call ultra man experience, and now we're we're dialing it back and I have to be more empathetic and I have to trust my neighbor and, you know, I have to be a lot more civilized. Like, you're a machine. You are a machine and now you're coming back and now you have the and rights to a shit. gun. And you've seen shit. Yeah, and now you have, like, you have the rights to a gun. You're dignified with a gun because you were out there, you protected our country, now you should have a gun. Like, I almost feel like every Marine should have a gun. But you should also get screened for your mental health as well. And that's Which I don't know, but see, the thing is, I don't know about the whole process when coming home, if they get screened, if they go through testing. Like, do you know? Because I don't know. No, I don't know. Because they might. They might have to go through stuff to come back home. They might have to go see a doctor. I just feel like you would after having... So just the general understanding of what PTSD is and the understanding that these people are going from such a a safe place being in the u.s and then going there no matter what kind of training you have i don't give a fuck what kind of training you have if you have a hundred people in a room there's a very good chance that one of those people is fucking retarded just like an asshole like just a piece of shit maybe right and i mean think about how many people go into the marines you have to have one or two or three you know for every hundred where it's just like this person's a lost cause anyway and that's with anything with any corporation with any organization like there's always dumbasses. Yeah, and, and and that's that's the same thing with like uh, officers, like the police. That's just what I was about to say. The police, like they'll pick like there's so many fucking policemen in the world. I don't yeah. even know how many. Yeah, just but millions. A lot. There's probably like millions in the U.S. Yeah. And yeah, there's gonna be one fucking dumbass who should have never been a cop. Yeah. But they take that dumbass, he does something wrong, and they say, "Look, look all the cops are fucking horrible." Yeah, exactly. And, and it's then like, that bro, sucks. It's not you fair. just picked one real dumbass, like one real asshole. Yeah. Exactly, and it's who, you know who who somehow squeezed through all the tests and made it. Yeah, and that's his father was someone or whatever the case may but, be. And that's like, so real. That's yeah. so real. Being grandfathered in is one of the most common ways I know. Most of my cop friends have been grandfathered in. A lot of them deserve their job, and I'm not gonna knock them at all. But I mean, yeah, but just in general, there's a lot of people in. who are just like, oh, my dad was a cop, so uh, I got, I got, you know, I got in right away. I got a nice lit foot in the door before I even tried. And it's like now you just have this – you start receding in the skill set. Like the the first person in your family who, who got to go into the, the service was just like they had to earn their 
their keep. They had to get there. And then after that, now your your dad helps you in, right? Or your mom helps you in. And then you help your kid. And it's like you're getting less and less of the, the people who really want to be there. And it's a really good job. So it's like it's hard. It's so hard to decipher, like, who's in it for the really good benefits, the good pension and all that shit. Who's maybe trying to make up for getting bullied when they were younger? Who just want that authority and they don't want to necessarily work and they hard bully for it. everyone? Now you get to bully people. Like I know a lot of cops who are amazing people. Like just really, really. Well, kind actually, I was having this conversation altruists. a couple of days ago. The my friend who's DMing me about the goat cheese. Yeah. Remember, he's a cop in Nassau. All right. <clears throat> so so listen, he's, we, we gotta sit him down. <laughs> yeah, he's a cop in Nassau, and. I remember him telling me, because he's he's our age. He's young. He just got in maybe like three years ago. He li- he works in Hempstead. Damn. Okay. Or he's a cop in Hempstead. So for those listening who don't know what he's Hempstead, busy. Long Island is, <laughs> he's a busy he is cop. around all the fucking gangs, the M16 gangs. The MS13. The- M13? It's not M16. MS13. M- oh, fuck. Yeah. M16 is Well, a that's how much I'm, that's probably I know M- about my gang. Yeah things M13 right MS13 MS13 well fuck me that's fine M16 would be the gun that they use if they're using it no probably all about like gats yeah anyways (laughs) he works in Hempstead Hempstead is hugely populated with crime Uh, so I remember him telling me specifically he loved he he used to be a a state champion wrestler he loves finding the quote unquote bad guys and putting them down like, he, he gets thrills with that. He tells me in Hempstead, bro, he's wrestling people every night. And he was cracking up telling me. I was cracking up when wrestling he was telling Wrestling, like, like, for... Yo, like, crackheads. Oh, yeah, okay. like, yeah. Like, he was telling me these crackheads, it's it's a real thing having crack strength. So being oh, yeah. so cracked out that you're, like, <laughs> you're a skinny motherfucker. You're the, you're the size of a twig, yet you're stronger than, like, the biggest man. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, every night I try and find these people. I go out, I try and hunt them. I, he's like, bro, I wrestle all the time. I body slam guys. And he's like, they're gang members. And he, he's like, he loves this shit. Yeah. Then guess what? He got partnered with this older guy who's like in his 50s. And he's been there for years on years. And, you know, he has to do what the older guy says now. They're partners, but the guy has mm-hmm. uh, seniority. Of course. So this guy, all he wants to do and all he makes him do is sit at stop signs and and give tickets to cars every oh. day, bro. Day by day, he just has to watch cars I mean, pass stop signs. And my friend Eric is sitting there, and he's just like he's getting so pissed because he wants to go out there. I want to wrestle crackheads. Yo, no, he wants to do real <laughs> yeah. work that would really help the population, like really help the society. Yeah. And he's had he's has no choice but to be forced to sit there and give stop sign roll throughs tickets, <sighs> and he's so fucking pissed. That see, he's that's so pissed. that's the part that really bothers me because it's like not only. I mean, look, let's say the law is the problem. Let's let's blame the law, right? So to roll through a stop sign, although true, you shouldn't roll through a stop sign. It's almost like enforcement. It's such a minor rule, but is potentially big if you fuck with a stop sign. Of course. It so it's be. like, it's so hard to say, like, where's the fine line, right? It's the big fat line. But you know what I mean? Like, where's that fine line between well, let them roll it's through priority. and let's It's not... what's more, what's the biggest I, priority yes. to give stop sign tickets or to stop gang members and fucking shootouts? Like, what's the bigger priority? No, I get that. I mean, I'm not, I'm playing devil's advocate because who, how do, are they incentivized, right? So this is their job and they have families. So a lot of the people might get into the, the force and say, you know what? I don't want to be so front lines because he has nothing to lose your friend compared to the older guy who may have a family and a wife and like That's he true. might be lined up with things and wants to preserve himself right and like rightfully so 
right? I'm not saying if you're a cop, you should put yourself in it neck deep. I wouldn't be that way. I know. Well, I, I mean, wouldn't. you kind of signed up for that. I, I mean, know. Jesus, you're but carrying a gun. Think about your day to day and just being a human being. You're not always fired up and you're not always 25. Yeah. You know, and it's like that might not be the best way to do it. Or you want the young guys. Don't pair the young guy with the old guy. You know, pair the young guy with another young guy and just have that type of force and specialize them. But like, so you have these people doing the rolling through stop sign tickets. And then the people that you pull over are so pissed at you because it's so stupid. Yeah, and now you're like dealing you're a with stupid people. Citizen, yeah. And it's like, really? You're going to make me pay $300 for this bullshit? Like, yeah. That's how I feel every time. And, it and I'd be pissed. And I'm just and like, then, come at, on, bro. Exactly. I at, follow all the rules. I pay all my taxes. I fucking... Yeah. Right? I'm and not out here shooting cop. and killing. and. But as the cop, now you're dealing with that and you're just like, I don't want to hear it. Here's the ticket, right? Now you you're you're become, creating yeah. that, you're, you're callousing yourself. You're not able to empathize and be very like real with the people. Because I mean, I'd say nine out of 10 people who roll a stop sign, good fucking people. Like you may not get that asshole. Like who, if you're an asshole right away to a cop, I mean, hey, look, take as many tickets as you'd like, you know, pick them out. But if you're just, you're following the rules of the road and then you just roll a stop sign and you know, then the cop comes over and you're super polite and you're really nice. You know, you shut your car off, you have your hands on the steering wheel. Like, come on, man. Like, that's so hard to say, all right, yeah, we should give him a ticket or we shouldn't. It's like the cop is putting themselves in that position to say, hey, look, we have uh, something you obviously did wrong here. And this is a huge inconvenience because 200 bucks for a stop sign ticket. Like if you actually it's get a stop sign ticket and then more. you get like points. Yeah. And then now you just have this cascade of expenses that come from it. And like, I mean, let's be real. I mean, you're going to get some sort of conflict or a bad attitude. And then the cop is going to feel that. And rightfully so on both sides. And it's like now you're just creating this negative energy. And now your day to day is just this very, very monotonous, negative kind of like you're almost done with people you don't you have no time for besides people. the day like that day where you get a ticket then then you just get a whole stigma with like the law enforcement and you're just exactly. like because then you get one ticket then you get two tickets and then by the, your third and fourth you're like yo all these cops yep they're all fucking assholes yeah because all your encounters are all but super negative all, exactly you're in they're, the cops are not actual assholes they're exactly. probably really good people they're playing an asshole really game. good families and are fucking awesome life good yeah. people but every encounter, your only encounter with them is just mm-hmm. so negative when you did like really nothing crazy wrong. Yeah, exactly. And you the, like brushed against the law a little bit. You like, oh, eh. yeah, right. Like, OK, yeah, true. Like black and white. Yes, I'm I'm in the you know, I'm in the wrong. Yes. But at the same time, use your discretion and be a human. Right. And it's like, how are they quantified? So if that doctor or uh, the, what the fuck am I saying? Doctor. All right, first off, quantified doesn't even make sense. How are you qualified, right? So how, for the day, you did right. You did good today. What does that mean? That means you pulled in the most money? Is like, is that what it means? So like the, the cop that's like, my strategy is to sit down. To some and corporate to, people in the in the office. In the, yeah, like the office cops. Office, the ones yeah, who are, fuck yeah. That's like the that, most important thing. But that thing. fucking sucks. That of fucking course. sucks. It doesn't drive it's any like good. It's like capitalism for crime. And then that's why the war on drugs is another ridiculous thing. Bro, in, so like, in any industry, the need for money doesn't cause any good. Look at the food industry. We want more money, so let's make it fake. Let's make all the food fake, yeah. just and so we easy. can get more profit. Because I was thinking, then, about, I was talking, I was actually talking. Uh, my mother, she also buys dry farm wines as well, and she was wondering why it takes so fucking long to get these these boxes in. And I'm like, listen, okay, you're used to buying from some other bullshit brand where it's it's so hyper concentrated in uh, in what they're doing. They're putting as much as they possibly can into efficiency, 
right? It's so concentrated in efficiency where they're pumping out units, so units, units, product, units. But the cheaper. product sucks, but you get it quicker and it fulfills that immediate gratification, exactly. right? And then You're you have so right this, with that. And then you have dry farm ones. It took 10 days from order to receiving. Which is not even But I'm getting long. like handcrafted, beautiful wine that doesn't give me a hangover, has no sugar, you know, plug dry farm wines here, you know? Yep, but it's amazing. Again. It was so good. And it's like you have to give a little bit. You have to understand, like, we have to rehumanize because we're getting so sensitive to any little bit of a delay in time and our comfort that we're like, no, we can't have this. I need it quicker. And then the one, the guys who produce the quicker thing and make the they most make profit. Those are the people who win, right? So it's like if our law is kind of like that, like where you're putting all these little shit laws out there and you're gaining, you know, $100, $200 every ticket, you know, it's like, all right, well, I'm incentivized to kind of dish out more of those. You know, oh, you, you have tinted windows? <laughs> Give me some of that. It, and I understand, you know, there are some things that just have to be abided because then if people are like, dude, nobody fucks with stops. Nobody yeah, some, even, some, no one gives you tickets for stops. The laws are made for a reason. There's always yeah. a reason for a certain regulation that's made. Yeah. And like, and I, I don't, get it. I get it. It's hard. It's a very hard thing to kind of argue, right? Because I could look at both sides and say they're both correct, right? But at the same time, I feel like discretion is huge because that's the human element, right? And if you want your society to work, you have to kind of tailor it to the human being. And there should be discretion. And I think that should be built into the system as well. Say like, all right, how bad did they run through that stop sign? Like, did they fly through it? Like, I don't give a shit. You got a ticket. But if they rolled through, like I've rolled through a stop sign before on my way to UFC. We have like these really big, uh, big street where it's like, it's very, you go fast. Like you have like 40 miles an hour and then there's a stop sign, you know? So like that type of deceleration into then acceleration again, like I'm not going to come to a complete stop from 40. That's ridiculous. So like I rolled through it and this cop right behind me, kid our age pulls me over. And then I'm like, Hey dude, got a, and I called him dude. Like he was young and I was like, Hey dude, uh, you know, I just got. I got this. And it just came out because I wanted to be as cool as possible. So I actually smoked weed in my car the night before and it smelled. But I never have weed in my Wait, car. Wait, so what happened? Did he not like that? No, he didn't even know. But I was so nervous. Oh, like, I thought you were going to say like, the one night I, I, you were say, I just said, dude, it just came out. And he was like, excuse me, call me officer. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 that had nothing to do oh, with okay. it. But like I was so I like trying to be cool and chill. And he just grabs my my uh, license registration, looks at me and he's just like, all right, man, just try not to, you know, let's stop. And I was like, OK, later. I had just one, dipped, and I was like, see, that's all you had to do. I but had like, one officer still not give me a ticket. And then I've had four tickets in the Hashtag past. Hashtag white privilege. No, I've had four or five tickets in the past. Uh, like oh, every same time for I, me. Sorry. Every <laughs> single time I've been pulled over, I got a ticket, except for one time. Really? And it was a, it was a lady, and she let me go, and she was just like. Hashtag good looking privilege. Yeah. No hopefully. Problem. Whatever. That'd be cool. Um, I do want to go back to the shooting, though. Yeah, please. Let's because go. Um, I feel that that could be tied into mental health. Obviously, it does tie into mental health. I mean, what it's 100%, 100% mental health. And but, if you think it's a gun so problem, So before I even talk about it, I just want to say, you know, we're called young minds. We have open minds, and we do not claim to know anything, like, <laughs> Here's a caveat for something that's We are super not professionals, <laughs> but we just, we like to talk about stuff. No, yeah. we... So, I'm fucking with you. You and I just like to talk about shit. So if oh, something yeah. happens and it's controversial, like... Of course, if we're gonna, if, if you want to get to a, a an answer, you have to have people who know both sides. Yeah. You and I, I would say, do not know both sides on this, but we could talk about it. We're gonna talk about it just so yeah. you could open your mind. If y'all like it, put on Z one hundred, bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so, I, I get. I get where so going. these shootings that have been happening, it is so. It's the number one thing that is focused on is the gun, always, mm-hmm. always, and 
Bro, it is so simple to see in history that gun or no gun, this shit happens with anything. Yeah. Look at France with my people and a truck. My homies. My fucking... You want to hear a story my, about that? My cousins were you? down there on vacation. I almost sure. fucking cry when I heard that. I left work and I'm like, where are they? Call them. Remember that fuck, yeah, the yeah, fucking truck? Yeah, no, I, I nice? remember that very well because my, my cousins were down there on vacation. So in, uh, we lived uh, northern France, and they were they were down in south. And I'm just like, what the, like, really? yo, how many were hurt? Damn, hundreds. I was like, yeah. freaking the fuck out, dude. I so I it's weird. The week before that, I I was very vocal on my Instagram. So I was very very I was into Facebook at the time. This is when I used to get into <laughs> rabbit holes. This was like during the Trump. Uh, like Wait, 2016. you would Facebook debate people? No, 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 no. But I would go on Facebook, like, just at all. Okay. I'd go on it. Okay. And then I would just see all the political shit. I thought you were one of those shit. people trying to, like, no. comment on Facebook about political... It's like, bro, No, no, no. I was, I was looking to see how much I hated my friends. Like, <laughs> how much I hated the people around me. Because I was okay. like, oh, you're so into this, and you have no skin in the game, but you're just like, you want to argue, because you're like, That's what I'm so saying. Easy. You think you know you're... You... But here we go, like, real quick. Yeah, exactly so what I, I was just said. So I was so pissed. You don't know... But you're trying to come up with the answer to something, but you don't actually know yeah, what but, you're talking about. But they want to stand for something. They yeah. want to be at the end. They don't want to do like the the work and the research and try to you know play devil's advocate and really get to the the bottom of it. They just want to be like, I'm on team this side. Cool. I'm gonna run with this. Who's with me? And that's how they do it. But I was getting so I fed up with that. that. As soon as it's you ask them a signaling. real question about something, they have no answer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so you're dumb. Yeah. Or they'll just like go off on tangents on something else. But um, so I was getting so fed up with that, and I go on my Instagram. I go, "It is not the gun, okay? I could take a truck. I could take an F one fifty. You told me this. Yeah, I was like, I yeah. could take a Ford F one fifty, and I could go to a tailgate at a Jets game and just hammer you motherfuckers in no time. And yeah. I don't need a gun. All I need is a driver's license. And from there, I mean, I got no response, nothing about it." Then Nice happens. I go, holy shit. How, how long after? Like a week, right? A week. Not even, maybe like four days, five days. It was weird. I remember this like it was fucking yesterday, dude. dude. You were probably like, I, I was like, does he follow me? <laughs> like, I, I just thought about it. I was like, damn, dude. Like, that's really weird. Yeah. An F-150, you just take full throttle and just kill a bunch of so, people. So the car. There's a car, there's a truck. Then in London, the knives, people going around with fucking oh, uh, yeah. butcher knives or whatever, killed like 20-something people, if mm -hmm. I'm correct right i don't know whatever i but, remember that but, but I don't the remember point the is or injured people. okay i heard i heard rogan say this once and it's genius it makes so much sense it's like the shooting that instant that 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 event of the event of the shooting that is the final step that is yeah. the final like let everything go here we fucking go like that was a new york governor out. the guy who was running for a governor I have no clue. That this was, was that upset. I know ago. for a fact. That was so up. anyway, that final step, step number 10 of the shooting that day mm -hmm. is like the event. That's step number 10. That's the last step. What yeah. the fuck is step nine, eight, seven, six, five? What starts this path of these people wanting to do that? Mm -hmm. That's where it's important. You don't cut it off at the last step. Because then step one through nine is still happening. Yeah. And then it's just like, oh, I can't use the gun for step 10. I'll use something else. You still have those things. Like, cut that bitch off at the fucking head. Yeah, exactly. Or at the tail. What's at the, the well, saying? at the at heart. The, at the heart. Yeah, whatever <laughs> really, the saying I mean, is. Like, cut that. I, yeah. What the fuck are the beginning steps to get to the main event? Mm -hmm. That's what's important. Exactly. It's not the gun. You don't see a gun and you're like, ooh. Yeah. Now I'm pissed. <laughs> I yeah. have this gun. Now I'm pissed. Oh, my God. Now I hate people. Now I get it. Now I'm hearing voices in my head because of this gun. Yeah. Now get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Please. Like, so... 
what would you say is like the beginning step? Because I, I think I know. I mean, what, I think I education know what I'd say. is the source of all good for me. Education yes. and and not formal education, just being educated, whether it be emotional education, uh, you know, actual factual education, and just lifestyle education. Like your parents are so fucking necessary it's it's huge the people that i know that have the most problems are the people who have the most problems at home mm-hmm. it's just I it's a direct correlation man i mean you and i know very well yeah. and like there it, there's a lot of things that you see and there's a lot of things that you hear and it's like well you know i see people who come from really good families and there's not many problems there's just not and then there's people who come from really good home, uh, from really shitty homes and broken homes. I'm like, you, you see do it. have problems. You see it there shine are... at, at moments. You see... Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and then also formal education, too, because then you get bored with your formal education and the way that it's structured today. We don't have to go into too much detail. We've beat the shit out of this already. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the kids are sitting in a class. They don't want to be there. And then what, what can we do with our time? Oh, well, we're around a bunch of other people. Let me dig into my natural instinct and make fun of this person. Let's bully this one or let's get bullied or someone gets bullied or you have just clicks and people who talk and they want to mess around. Like they're not focused on actually learning. We're not engaging our society. We're basically just taxing, ripping their lives out, like their real livelihood. They can't express themselves like they, they would like to because we're so busy trying to get an education and stressed out and we're looking around at our peers and people who are more successful than us and it's all in front of our face now. You know, you have a screen in every everywhere you turn there's a screen it's one in your pocket the kids especially now today one thing that i i was thinking about the other day was younger kids and like these school shootings right so you think about school shootings you have really young people this is not older people no yeah, deranged druggies whatever you back in the day like when you would get bullied right it would happen at school in person in person is this where you're going with this it gets deeper okay. but like so in person, you have six hours a day at school, right? So now in that six hours, there's 45 minute classes, nine, eight, nine periods, whatever. During those classes, maybe one or two of them, you have someone who bullies you, right? Let's say, let's say you're just like a little scrawny kid who gets bullied all the time. Um, Bro, you get bullied for anything. I was bullied yeah, for being French. I was bullied. Yeah, I was bullied for bullshit. I was heavier. You Apparently, know, I, if you're French, you're gay. Yeah, so oh, of course. I mean, obviously. French faggot works really well together. I've heard uh, it a lot. Faggot's a great word, and we got to bring it back, but, like, no offense to everyone else. But anyway, um, so so you have all these you have these periods that take up your time, but then it's the hallways. It's, like, during in-between periods, right? So, like, look at that small window of time. Maybe a cumulative. It's maybe two or three hours you're exposed to your bully, right? And then after that, it's off. It's cut. Maybe you run into them every once in a while in public but that's it, right? And then it ends there. Today, it doesn't ever stop. No. It never stops. If you have any social media presence, you are fucked. Because now it's easier to make fun of you. It's easier to take shots at more people. So if you're the type who's like, I want to bully everyone, you can now bully everyone. Well, because you know how easy it is to say shit without being in front of them? Yeah, on top why of the fact think, that why it's do you physically think, Why do you think breaking up over phone is, is so popular? Yeah. Because <laughs> you don't got to worry about any emotions. Exactly. You're like, send a text that's, in quotes, meaningful. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm, uh, I don't think this is going to work. And that's it. Mm-hmm. You send a text, you're like, done. Yeah, I mean, that's no that's emotion. another element. I no even, face-to-face. I didn't really think about that. All I'm thinking about right now, just the conclusion I came to the other day was at 6 p.m. in your house when normally you'd spend time, if you have a great family that could help rebound you and bring up your spirits or maybe you have an, uh, an extracurricular activity or sport something, you can now take the time out to like kind of get rid of those negative feelings and kind of do your own thing, regather, 
and then all right, we'll tough it up for school tomorrow. And then it's kind of a cycle, and it's okay. It's it's manageable. But yeah, when like, it's yeah. constant, and you look at your news feed as a kid on your Instagram, some some kids like makes up a fake account and just keeps going at you, and like you get that type of shit as a kid, man. You can't hold your own. You, I can't imagine because we, you and I, we're like the last generation that grew up without anything. Yeah, like I remember when I remember when the internet came out, and we had to like plug the landline into yeah. the computer, and we only got twenty minutes because if we use the internet. We didn't have any phone. I think Remember we that? are the perfect. I think our generation was like the perfect. Because well, we still match. we still got to grow up. We had primitive internet exactly. as primitive humans, and then as we advanced and we matured, so did the technology. Right now, you have kids who go into this giant world, and it's like overwhelming. Well, you're born with it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the babies are put in front they of iPads. They surf out in iPads out of the mom's <clears throat> puss. So besides all this, whoa. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry. Besides <laughs> all this, away. what I feel like these steps, like one to nine, is is just a clusterfuck oh, yeah. of stress. You asked me that. A clusterfuck of stress, coming from just the world we've built ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like we have, we chronic have, stress. Yeah, like, chronic like stress. Small drip, and then home. mixed with maybe like a little bit of psychological issues, but something that'd just be completely normal if we were just lived in a normal human world. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like. You take what we do on a day-to-day basis nowadays. Bro, zero activity. Zero. I mean, even me, who lives a fit life. He put quotes. I put air quotes there. Yeah. Fit life. Okay. Not making any claims here. If I like, if I don't pay attention to my steps and I'm just like working on my computer, sit on Instagram, and then even if I go to the gym, bro, I'll do like 3,000 steps a day. Yeah. That's nothing. Which is nothing. Yeah. I don't move, dude. I don't move. I have to consciously be aware of moving. So that itself is like a stressor when, because we, we've it evolved is. through hundreds of thousands of years on being like the most active animals on the world. Yeah, we had to. That's why we're at the top because yeah. we are the most active, the most like we, we, we won the game. We did not become extinct. Yeah. And now it's like, yo, we sit here. We sit in the car to get food. Now food comes to us. We it's just constant sitting. And, and I know it sounds so minimal, but there's there's a reason why you feel incredible after exerting yourself with exercise. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why you feel so good. There's a reason it's why evolutionary fucking, incentive. Yeah, there's a reason why working out and fitness and anything active cures depression. There's yeah. a fucking reason for it. And then to add on top of that pile, it's like we don't eat real food. Mm-hmm. There is no, like real food. You have to, like I was saying earlier, it is hard to find real food. You have to go out of your way and you have to know a lot about nutrition you're swimming upstream just, to get, just yeah, trying to be healthy just to today. get new real food yeah the processed sugars the sweeteners the um why am i blanking i mean this fillers just kind of yeah everything that's the hydrogenated oils like everything those are stressors in your body you might not feel it like right away but they're and and you're right but they're not the good stress they're not the stress that could then be countered right so like what we're trying to do are build mountains so we could hike them right ultimately that's what we want so stress being the mountain us being the hiker you get to the top you're super happy and super paid off and just let's go for the next one versus this being like it's fenced it's like building a mountain but then it's fenced off and you can't access it and then you just have all this so then on top of those two things also it's like a lot of people have no fulfillment in life you have no drive of what makes you happy and you're marketed to think like this laptop's going to make you happy. The new Apple phone came out. It's going to make you happy. Like, yeah, and you get all this shit. Did it make you happy? 
I mean, yeah, because I love technology. <laughs> I know, but I know. This, is, this is. I get it. I got material objects are not like my 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 Your focal uh, point. My focal point exactly. Yeah. I have much bit bigger things that I want in life, like a yacht. you could have said that i would have went right over my head oh my god so but the point is we're funny mixed with uh no activity stressor horrible nutrition stressor stressor no fulfillment (laughs) that was a fucking i don't know why see this is i would have been made fun of yeah well i did maybe i'll get bullied for this fuck yeah i just did it bitch so fuck so right, then there's no fulfillment and you have nothing driving you forward and you, you have all these empty voids of like trying to be fulfilled, but nothing. You work a dead end job, nothing. And then on top of that, maybe you get bullied. Maybe you're mm. like a little psychologically off. And then it's just like year after year after year. You're, you're that just, momentum. Builds, yeah, that momentum. Man. If you're not a sturdy person, yeah. if you don't have a good base and then on top of all that, you're at your breaking point and all these people in the news are being idolized for school shooting. Right? And, and not even idolize, but I get what you mean. Idolize you're getting like, airtime. You're getting airtime. Like air you're getting famous. You're in the history books mm-hmm. for school shootings. I could see you're some a easily, bro. Point. I could see easily someone just being like, oh my God, I should do that. That sounds great. That kid's yeah. bullying me. I could take him out and all his fucking friends. Yeah, like if you were thinking of killing yourself, that's the, I don't want to say the best way to do it, but like that is the bro, best way to do it. You'll get heard. You. Yeah. You take out all your enemies with you, you get heard, and you fucking get the job done. So it's like, yeah, people who are that unstable with all this fucking fuzz going on in life, like when you don't, when you're not in tune with your body, your life, your fulfillment, what makes you happy. And then the next step. Yeah, bro, I could see it happening. So now what you're saying. You get fame with it too. You become fucking famous. So our, our natural tendency is to take the path of least resistance. So if you're going through a lifestyle like that, right? And your, your life, you have no payoff, you have no fulfillment. You just, you, you can't understand how to set up a template for your life to then get out of that rut. You just go, all right, if you have any hope for your life, you go on to an SSRI or a, a, uh. (sighs) An antidepressant, right? Trash. You go on Those to that. Trash. Now you are a slave to the pill, flame to a uh, slave to the pharmacy, right? And now, if you don't continue to take that medication, or maybe you overdo the medication, or whatever the case may be, you are now a giant liability for society. Do you know what one of the side effects of taking a SSRS? Suicide. Suicide. No, no, no. One of the side effects of taking it for too long, because you're supposed to what doctors say is take it for like a year and then lean off it and try and get through the depression Mm -hmm. but people are taking it just for good and you know what one of the side effects are fucking aggression and and killing and and suicide well yeah so it's like you're taking this pill that's an antidepressant but one of the side effects if you take it for too long and too much is to be suicidal and (laughs) aggression what the fuck is that it's you know it's when, the easy way out. You know when, and a lot of people can benefit from it if they have like a real goal and they have structure. Yeah, and but, all they but, need is that little. That so little the boost. thing is, I've heard stories of people who take it and it gets them through that first like brick wall. Mm-hmm. They break through. They find themselves through fitness and health and whatever, and they get better. And then they stop taking it. I've heard of those stories. And yeah, it's wonderful. And they they claim that that pill is what got them through that that first wall. Uh, however, in I think it's. I don't know if it's Japan, China, or Asia as a whole, but over there, you cannot. What? No. What are you pointing at? I thought you were going to say the statistic, which I kind of want to say. Oh, no, no, no. But But over there, you cannot be prescribed antidepressants before using nutrition and fitness as. uh, Definitely not China. It's definitely not China. Yeah. China's not that cool. 
Okay, so one, like of the, one, one of the places over there, you cannot be prescribed pills before you go through that treatment first. Treatment of proper nutrition and okay. physical health. That's so dope. Yeah. Like, I, I love that Because idea. it's fucking true. Right, and it should be monitored. And it's I feel a, like it's our a insurance de-stressor. Companies... It's an anti-anxiety medication. Yeah. Proper nutrition and physical activity is an antidepressant. Yeah, because we have biological systems that are set up in our bodies that are supposed to endure stress and then after that we counter those with rewards and we have this natural symbiosis within the body right like give me some of this and i'll give you some of that but first you got to give me some of this which is go on your hunt stress out focus kill the animal now here's the reward good taste i'll give you some nutrition you're gonna have mental clarity you'll have energy and you'll survive and you'll be able to procreate and have children like that's the whole point right and like we have disconnected so far from that that we don't like the stress we think stress is an inconvenience because we've been sold this dream and we think that we should be this ultimate provider and that's what's going on in japan mm, I like so that. in japan i've never heard that before those words together we think stress is an inconvenience it's it is so true. Think about it. But it's not. And I personally think of it in many ways, like in other ways. That's so right? true. And like that shouldn't be the case, right? Like a no. relationship, people are like, well, I can't be in a relationship because it's going to fuck up my schooling. I've said that so many times. Did you? But I didn't know because I didn't, I've never been in a good relationship before, right? So like I, I was like, I can't, I can't possibly pursue my dreams and be in a relationship. It's like, no, asshole, it's the way you interface with a relationship. That's, you get overwhelmed and you get caught up. That's your problem, right? So it's like, if, now in uh, Japan, um, people are fighting. So after the Second World War, uh, Japan exploded in in commerce and trying to in business, and they're trying to just build and build and build. And Toyota and all of the car plants have like built their infrastructure, and now they're you know they were killing it for a while. The only way to get there was to work really, really, really hard. Now they're at a point where the uh, the population has dwindled down forty percent. So really? the so what? the see so the birth rates have decreased forty percent. Mm. So people are having less sex. They're less interested in relationships because they're so focused on providing for their family. Uh, they're in these office jobs. Oh, and they're Japan doing where they like they give the government gives you money if you have children. Uh, no. I've heard of that. Uh, well, maybe at this point. It's maybe incentive now. to have children. Maybe now, but before it wasn't. Or they, so, or they give a percentage off your taxes or something. I, like I don't know that. But so what's going on there is people are working so hard and taking on jobs that pay the most money. So that, that puts you in an office. So you don't exercise. You don't do shit. You're not expressing yourself in any way creatively. You're just focused on that because stress is inconvenience and money takes away stress. So let's just stress mm. ourselves out to obtain more money, right? Like it's logic. Um, so now what's happening is the people who are 20 to 30 years old, there's less opportunity now because they've advanced so far as a society since the Second World War. Now there's less jobs and there's more competition and the highest the number one cause of death between people who are 20 and 40 years old is suicide. Men. Men between 20 and 40, the highest, the the number one cause of death is suicide. Yeah, because they're put, they're that put is in a society unreal. of no fulfillment, no physical activity, and probably, I don't know what nutrition is in Japan, but... Better than it is here. Yeah, probably. You know? But it's just a it's just a stress ball. You're a fucking pile of stress. But you see what happens. So let's like take you're this guy. Yourself. Yeah, let's take this guy who shot up this uh, nightclub. This nightclub yesterday. Sure, he's a marine. Went to war. He probably has PTSD. Yeah. But let's say when he came home, he found some fulfillment. 
that he had so much pure desire over. And let's just bullshit just for just because it's you yeah, and I and say it was fitness. Yeah. And he loves it. And he found passion in it. And every day he woke up, he's like, how can I get better? How can I get better? And he just loved it. And he went down that life. You think he would have done this with the PTSD? Yeah, I mean, it's oversimplified, but yes. Like, I bet you'd be fine. But that's with anything. If you find something that you're like, I love this, and you have that. See, fitness is is especially something that I I promote because it is self-fulfilling. And as you get better or as you get more educated or as you, you want more, you want more. And it only pertains back to your health. Which makes you and better. It could be, and the thing and is, it could be no supplemented with whatever your life is. You don't have to be in the fitness industry as your career to yeah. fucking do it. Exactly. You could be a lawyer and yeah. have Just come a home passion at 7 PM in fitness and, and work health. Out. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't interfere with anything. Yeah, it only it's complements. a supplement. Yeah. Yeah. It only brings more life to you. And I feel like a lot of people are missing out on that. And they, the industry now has gotten so, I want to say inflated with bullshit and false promises of course because there's money to diets exactly so now there's the people who are very easy who very easily kind of put things to the side or are insecure because there are people even i feel like maybe you and i people like us might be intimidating for other people and it's like no fuck that even if they want to help us i just don't like that there are people who just don't like people who are doing the thing that they wish they could be doing you know, there, you know there's what? a lot of that. You're and so that's right. Intimidating. And it, it was happening this morning at the barbershop. Remember I was telling you, uh, two of the barbers were like asking me about the podcast we just did and yeah. the top five healthy things and they were getting a health kick. And I was just telling them about, you know, waking up, starting the day with a W. Remember that? Remember I was telling you the one guy who cuts hair who's always got Cheetos yeah, and shit yeah, and he's yeah. like, yeah, my wife tries to make me eat healthy. But, and oh, and I said like, I told him, I was like, if you knew what those Cheetos and chips were doing to you, you wouldn't eat them. And he looked at me and he's like, no, I know what they do, but I still want them. And I, I yeah. just stopped the conversation there because it's like, if you really knew what yeah. they did, you wouldn't eat them. So that whole time I was talking with, the whole, the entire barbershop was listening to me because at this point, like, I was being very motivational. Even my friend who was cutting my hair, he's like, dude, you like motivated me. He's like, holy fuck. Because I was talking about starting day with the W, doing this, doing that. You could do this. It's so simple. It's so easy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I saw that guy who eats all the chips and shit, and he had his head down, and you could tell he was, like, pissed. Yeah. He had, like, animosity towards me. common, Just because, I don't know, like, I was in a... I don't know. I'm just trying to, like, help everyone. I was just giving out, like, good tips. Yeah. Dude, I, I have my friends now, my really close five friends that I grew up with. And you could tell that there's a distance and it's just, we're just, we're getting further and further away from each other. And two of my friends are very, they're just, their egos in the way. And they're just like, eh, I don't want to listen to you. I've grown up with you. I see what you're doing here kind of thing. And I'm like, dude, you know that this would completely benefit you. This would completely benefit you if you just took two or three things and just implemented them. Now it's like they're purposely not doing it because it conflicts their ego and they know that they would benefit from it, but they're just not. And it's that it's shit like that where it's like, oh, you're apprehensive for what? Like you think I'm going to get points added to my (laughs) life score because you started being healthy. Like you don't even give me the credit. Just do it. And they're just not doing it. And I know that they could easily do it. They're choosing to do other things. Like I get Snapchats from my friend Mike all the time. He drinks Diet Mountain Dew every fucking day. And he goes, and he likes Frank, the you. dangers of aspartame. Frank, the dangers of aspartame. Shut the fuck up. And That's like, so annoying. But, but it's, it's funny because like... he's being funny. But I'm like, you're what the fuck? You know that there are dangers to aspartame. And now you're still drinking it. And you're promoting it and laughing about it. I'm like, are you addicted to Mountain Dew? Is that a real thing? Like you could yeah. actually be addicted it's to a Mountain Dew. Sugar. 
Hell yeah. I know, but it's it's not. It's aspartame. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's drinking diet. Artificial sweeteners. And I'm like, all right. I mean, yeah, it's obviously probably the same shit. But, like, damn, dude. Like, you you care so much. I mean, you care so much to make the joke. And you're you're even setting the stage for it. And you're, just like, taking pride in being unhealthy. That's the part. It's, like, being and macho. And kind of, like, just shoving it in your face, too. Yeah, but at the same I mean, I don't take any offense I know you don't take it all. to offense. But it's just, like, so that like, is who's really doing. Who's really losing here? Well, know? yeah, he's going to be 70 years old on 50 different pills. Maybe not, you know? Like, that's how bad that shit is. Like, maybe you won't be 70. You know, and I, I don't wish it, but I fucking love the kid to death. But, I mean, this is the reality that we face. And we look at chronic disease, and we look at people who get cancers, and we're like, oh, man, this is so sad. And, like, it is. But what's even sadder is knowing that you could have been healthier, and you're not doing it. And it costs the same. There's no there's no sacrifice besides your own stubbornness. And why can't we just shut that fucking wall down? That's my goal in life, is to try to shut that wall down. Because people are so... They're apprehensive to change. They don't want to make change. And some people actually look down upon healthy acts. Like oh, they think it's so they think it's hard. stupid. They think it's it's like, oh wow, yeah. Yeah, you're so fucking good. You're such a good person. It's like, dude, that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to outlive my shittier self. I just want to be a better version or just of optimize myself. Optimize your entire life. Exactly. Like, it just makes sense. There's nothing wrong about what we're saying. Yeah, like, exactly. There's nothing like we're not demonizing. Yeah, anyone and, it, and we're not even trying to live forever either. I'm just trying to live a really good quality life for as long as it could possibly be sustained, right? Like, that's the only thing. And I'm not sacrificing anything for it. Maybe I'm sacrificing getting shit-faced on Friday night, but I don't need to get shit-faced on Friday night because my life has been so good with the systems that I've set Bro, up that dude. don't cost more. They don't cost me anything. Two days ago, two days ago, Caitlin's group of friends, which she's in the same boat as you, where they're just like drifting away slowly Mm -hmm. because it's just like same bullshit. They just like make fun of her and like, oh, Caitlin's not coming out this weekend. All they do is get shit faced and go to fucking Bordy Barn and Mm -hmm. get fucked up. So two days ago, we were talking about it. They texted her and they're like, all right, everybody, what's plans for uh, Thanksgiving Eve? You know how Thanksgiving Eve is like the biggest party day? And Caitlin just looking at her phone. She's like, I can't believe they're just like still doing this. Like this was single though. No. They're in relationships, and some oh, of them are they're single. gross. Yeah, Sorry. it's like they're all in relationships. No, <laughs> bro, they are. So She'll say the same thing. Yeah. She'll say the same thing, and it's like she like looked at the phone and looked at me. And she's like, "They're just still doing this. Like it's 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 like high school. It's escaping. Like they reality. still just want to get fucked up. Like they're making plans now, November, whatever it was, fifth, yeah, to go out and get fucked up the day before Thanksgiving. Like fucked up hard. Yeah, and it's like, bro. Even if even if you want to get fucked up hard, like Thanksgiving is supposed to be like the day with your family and like that. I, all right, I I disagree on that part. I what? think it's the best day to be hungover if you're going to be hungover. It's a really comfortable day to be hungover. But I see what you're saying. I'm not going out getting fucked up. I'll okay. sit here with I, a, I, a bottle you know of wine. We play ping pong. And thinking go. about it, I agree with you. Yeah, it's, it's a cool. very comfortable day. But but I anyway agree with we looked at that and we're just like, why? Like why? And these are the same people who are looking at Caitlyn, getting all fit and like, you know, putting her down. Mm-hmm. Her friends, her friends fuck with her about me so hard, but the guys. But who, do you think that they do have that, good intent they, though, or they're no, they totally no, no. fuck with? Her they like. totally fuck with her, and one time she had to like stop them and be like, "Guys, I get it. It's not that funny anymore, but like, stop making fun of me and Justin." And they were like, "Oh, really? okay, well, interesting." Because they're just like, "Oh, I'm gonna eat that. my protein and, and, and like all this weird shit." Like, have you ever seen me naked? Exactly, bro. And all they do is <laughs> complain about their problems and like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they're no, just, I they're just a it. stress ball. Yeah. But exactly what you're saying with your friends. But they just like have all this animosity and like ego, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, look, they're doing something different. Let's make fun of that." Because it's like, let's let's look do at an Caitlin exercise. and Justin. Let's go make fun of that. Let's, they're they're different and they're not drinking with us. Yeah, 
and and like, fuck out of here. Bro. And it's like, oh, you're gonna posh. You're basically trying to peer pressure us into losing our healthy lifestyle. Like, what? Are you, yeah, like, like, what do you want me to do? You want me to come drink with you, and you yeah. want me to stop all this? Would that make you it's happy, brother? Pulling you down so that we could see eye to eye. Because yeah, so I don't you're like not up looking on this up. Pedestal. Yeah, and yeah. and I'm not even claiming to be up, you know, because I don't. The only time I've ever in my life tried to get someone to come onto my side was either when I'm trying to pull them up out of a bad place or if I was hyper insecure and I felt like I want to even this playing field and I feel really shitty about myself. And that's when I used to just say, oh, well, maybe you should just take some time off. Like I would catch myself early on in my fitness journey when it was hyper insecurities, like 16, 17, 18 years old. Like I would definitely I was competitive with myself, but I wasn't secure. And, like, that combo is really dangerous. It's just, I mean, it's height of testosterone. You're young and you're just like, oh, I just want to be the best alpha. But uh, anyway, I want to do this exercise, right? If you are in a video game, right, and you have your character and you want to up their stats, right, are you going to go in and you have the power to throw everything at a 10, right? Like, are you going to take all of your points and I mean, are you going to take the zero to 10, right? And 10 being the best, zero being nothing. Are you going to go to like athleticism? Six. Uh, <laughs> I <see where laughs> endurance. Four. Um, oh, uh, appearance. Six. And then just like kind of draw lines that are really small. And then like fun capacity. Ten. Ten. Dude, I but see yeah, what you're you saying. Have That's so cool. You have unlimited. You have unlimited. No, it's cool. I'm gonna do four, six, four, and ten. Like asshole. You could put the bars up to ten. It just takes a little bit of work. It's like a little bit of mental override. Nothing else. Okay, and no, and you can't be privileged with a brain. I'm sorry, you're not privileged with more of a brain than someone else. Really, it's your will and your desire to be a better you. If you don't want to be a better you, I don't want to be around you because that's contagious. That's negative. I'm not being so like caught up in trying to optimize my life completely. I'm trying to just optimize what I can. Like if I have the option to eat a a f deep fried dumpling for for lunch or a banana. I'm taking the fucking banana. Like I, d I just give me the options and I will take the healthier one because I know that that will add points to my cognitive function, it'll add points to my mood, elevate my energy. Like it's just going to help. And you don't have to be a scientist. You don't have to be a fitness enthusiast to understand that. And people are just so con they're so I mean they come off comfortable, but I don't think they are. So comfortable with just living that 5 out of 10 all the time. And I'm like, "Well, how come so like you get girls who are really heavy or overweight but they're makeup artists or like cosmetologists i'm like you know you'd look a lot better if you just were thinner yeah instead of covering up your face yeah like shit. i really mean that like why are you so enthusiastic about your makeup because it's a way for you to feel good and look pretty right how about you just shift up your lifestyle choices a little bit and lose weight and then make maybe your face will do the contouring instead of that clay shit you're putting on it and maybe you'll look a little bit better maybe you'll be happier like these little things nothing against that either it's just like i'm against you complaining and being upset about your life and not doing anything about it yeah, you know? and it doesn't cost it. money it like, doesn't I can't cost go more. out unless i'm covered in makeup yeah, oh, that too. Yeah, and it's like which well, we've all dealt with why, those girls. Yeah, and, and why don't I, why don't you go out and just be thinner instead of made up? You know, like just choose the opposite. It's just a healthier, more. It's an easier way to live. Like being less insecure is much easier, and it the information is out there, right? Like this podcast, any other podcast, any other articles, you know, any meal plan, anything that you could just stick your mind to. We have an issue with discipline in this country. And this world, really, for the for the 
the most part because nobody likes that stress. It's an inconvenience, right? Like going against your natural tendency for the path of least resistance is so hard. It's so difficult for us. And that's the number one issue, I feel like. And then just to tie it all back together, like with mental health, if you don't feel good about yourself, you don't feel good about what you're doing, you're not driven towards a goal or a lifestyle goal, then you're not really going to have much direction and you're always going to find yourself in the pool of six, pool of seven out of 10. And like, that's, you know, that's fine. But like, you can become an eight, nine or 10 in your life, in your life relative to you. You don't have to be a 10 better than everyone else. Just a little bit better than what you can be. And then you'll feel proud about it. And then you won't want to fuck it up on the, the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You know, like that is where that comes in. And it only gets understood when you're there. You can't understand it until you're there. Because confidence is like this. It's kind of like a, a, a software that runs in the background. It's like an antiviral software in your head. <laughs> where you're just like, it's, take, it's getting rid of all the pop-ups. You know, and I feel like people would benefit from it. Yep, I couldn't agree more. I love it. I so, think we're going to wrap it up here. And yeah, guys, we got uh, fucking Mike Smith. Yeah, I'm actually going to send him my the location. Hour. Oh, yeah, you should. I totally yeah. forgot to give him my no, address. No, he knows the address, but I gave him the wrong street number. So he's going to... But oh, we Googled okay. it, and we looked at your house. It's cool, it dude. Was a, it was a fun time. Okay, yeah. But, um, yeah, dude. Uh, guys, that was thank pretty, you for that was listening. Good podcast. This we just it. We just threw this out. But yeah, that was. I didn't know where we were this going. We dope. had no direction. Love it. We yeah. did that twice. So far, so Last one, like, yeah. We're going to start doing this more often. Yeah. No, we are. We did talk about podcasting three times a week because the demand yeah, so is increasing. In so the consumer demand is increasing. Yeah. So we need to increase. As yeah, well. I got made fun of for a fucking. Nah, he was he was cool. He's uh, my friend Austin Who? McD. Huh? Austin McD. <laughs> Shout out to Austin. He's like, dude, I see you're in love. He's like, well, cut it out. Start making me more podcasts. <laughs> I was oh, like, fuck yeah. Yeah, because you were with like, Jen or something. I was with Jen one goddamn night. I got sushi. Um, but yeah, anyway, guys, yeah, we really appreciate your ears. I didn't, I didn't ears. get the invite for that. Yeah, no, it's because you were working. So um, sure. uh, scroll down on <laughs> Apple Podcast, hit the five star, throw a little comment in there. Yeah, I was about to say, we have 42 reviews. We which do. Which is great. Whatever. We have 42? 43, actually. Go back to the fucking tape, dude. I said 42, and I didn't look at it. We have 43. Well, now we do. We have 43 reviews, but only like five comments. So you guys, I don't know if yeah, you know. Two of them are you. <laughs> but when you hit, no, one is me. Are you crazy? Uh, I thought it came up twice. Uh, I'm looking if you right hit now. the five oh. stars, you still can leave a text review. And text reviews are great because we can actually see what you think about it. Not just that you think it's five stars. We have 42 ratings, by the way. But yeah, that's cool. Really? I thought uh, it was 43. I love that you guys are doing five star. That's really cool. But um, no, seriously, if you guys could give us like your honest opinion, throw it in words. Even if you hate it, just send us five stars and just tell us how much you hate it. <laughs> uh, we appreciate you guys, though. We're going to wrap this shit up. Uh, All right. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your day. You're probably going to work. Bye, bitches. Later. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs>